0: Dennis Stewart, it's great to have you back again. And you see a lot of people for a lot of different conditions. Mm-hmm. What are some of the conditions that you see most often?
1: Well, I've thought about that, Jane. I think I'd have to say that uh, because of my background in, in skin management, that is managing skin diseases, um, treating the skin would probably be the primary or the most important or the most popular presentation in my rooms,
0: so the skin is what we 're going to look at and I think so how...
1: I think so it 's an interesting topic to talk about the the application of alternative medicine or herbal medicine to treating various skin diseases because skin diseases are very stubborn things, and whilst mainstream medicine has some very good approaches to it, not always are those approaches adequate, and I think we 've got a little bit to contribute uh, to helping people appreciate that there are other things that they can do to lessen their eczema, their dermatitis, and perhaps even their psoriasis.
0: Health Naturally, thanks to our sponsor, Dennis Stewart's New Lambton Herbal Medicine Centre, and we're taking your calls. Um, Peter, you've rung in from Adamstown Heights.
2: Um, Uric acid in your system, is there any... um Herbal-type
1: products that can get rid of that? or Are you on, I mean, You're on xyloprim presently, are you?
2: I'm I'm on nothing yet. Oh, the doctor's okay. just prescribed, and I'm just interested to okay. know what I can use in okay. place
1: of it. Have you had an attack of gout, have you?
2: I haven't, no, but uh, you, it's just a- my, my uric acid.
1: Uric, uric acid, okay. Uri- for the sake of listeners, uh, uric acid elevation in the system can frequently climax in episodes of what we call gout. Uh, or can also lead to uh, to kidney stone problems. So your doctor is right in addressing the the issue. Um, fortunately, there are some options available in what I call alternative medicine or herbal medicine, and one of them is a very novel approach, but which your doctor will be able to, to validate. Um, in our system, what's called concentrates of of cherry are used primarily as a means of reducing uric acid in the system, and offsetting the likelihood of of experiencing gout. Now, I know this sounds rather novel, but if you were to go to your computer and uh, punch in um, cherry, cherry juice, cherry concentrate, and uric acid, you'd be surprised at the amount of information there is available suggesting that a continuous medical use of cherry concentrate products can be shown to be useful in reducing uric acid levels a textbook that I've used uh, for most of my lecturing career, uh, a textbook on on natural medicine by two American giants of natural medicine, Pizzorno and Murray, in their discussion on uric acid, there's a very good confirmation that using uh, cherry juice, uh, cherries, or any cherry concentrate uh, can be shown to lower the levels of uric acid and abort the episode of gout. Now, the thing is, what you'd need to do is, to, is take it as a medication. And fortunately, there's a beautiful little preparation that's just come on the market place, which I've had great success with. That was uh, reiterated yesterday in a gentleman that's done wonderfully on it. It's a little product called Gout Fighter. Just jot that down, Gout Fighter. Um, it's a product made by a good Australian company, uh, Nature Sunshine. Uh, they've been around a long time. The product does work. It's very credible, and it's very inexpensive. Now you should be able to get it from a good health food store or pharmacy. But if you can't, you should be able to get it from my rooms at 39 Alma Road, New Lambton. So my response to your question, or your question is, uh, try that preparation or other preparations based on the concentrate of cherry juice, let your doctor know what you're doing so that he can down the track do another blood test and see that your uric acid level has retreated.
0: that answer your question? Peter? That's
2: very good. That's very good. Thanks, Dennis.
1: Thank I you, appreciate that. Thank you very much. very much. Thanks very
0: much for that, for your call, Peter. And 49216216 is the number. It's a number that Jason rang from Newcastle. You've got some redness of the skin. Skin is our introductory topic. It is indeed, so
1: Jason. go a very topical. Hello, Jason. Hello, Dennis. How are you? Good. Um, you've that's got, the, what, seborrheic dermatitis?
2: Oh, no, not really. Look, I, I think it's says the uh, irritation of skin on the kind of Starts kind of between my eyebrows and yes. goes fans out to my nose across, kind of like a centimetre or so yes. under my eyes. Yes. So and I and it seems to get irritated somewhat by the sun or if I yeah, go for a yeah, surf or yeah. whatever and. Um, I don't know what it's called, Look, but I don't know how to get
1: rid of it. Well, the re- the reason I mentioned that term was that uh, when when your name and problem came up on the screen, the symptoms of redness of the skin around the nose and under the eyes is very frequently associated with with what we call seborrheic dermatitis, which is an inflammatory skin disease that uh, yep. is, is very common. Um, if, if it is that, and I suspect it is... Um, yeah. Treat it topically initially. Have you have you seen your doctor or anyone about it yet?
2: No, nah, look, okay. I've just... My, my, my partner's got me some cream from uh, okay. you know, a, a brand, okay. and I'm just putting that on it. A cosmetic place,
1: yeah. yeah. What I'd suggest you do, um, I uh, I had developed a cream called the GA Cream. Yep. Now, the, the GA Cream I pried as one of my... Um, great discoveries during my 35 years in the industry it's, it's based in fact on an extract of licorice it's called the GA cream because GA stands for the active chemical in licorice which is glycyrrhetinic acid. Um, now that product is a very very useful alternative to steroid preparations it's harmless as well as being anti-inflammatory it is also skin reparative and right. in, in your condition, I would think that it would be useful. So you, you'd have to go to the rooms in 39 Alma Road to pick it up um, yep. in, in New Lambton. It's not expensive. I don't. It's not a retail product because I have it manufactured for my own clinical purposes. But I'd be. Uh, I'd suggest you give that a try. Um, it's an aqueous-based preparation. It's not greasy. It doesn't smell. Uh, it can only, uh, in my opinion improve the condition try that before you go for stronger preparations so um do i
2: just go to your um, shop up there on our yeah. road
1: and G- ga the ga cream my receptionist would have been listening to this program this morning okay. uh, but if you just mention the the ga cream um she will know what you're talking about and tell her that you've been speaking to me
0: okay. george has rung in from edgeworth george um, we're talking about sweats, or if we're talking about your wife, we should be talking about glows, shouldn't we?
2: <laughs> Hello, George. Good afternoon. good afternoon, Dennis. How are you? Um, yeah, good. My wife's a mature age lady. Yes. And uh, we went to your store in Warners Bay, the very convenient one next to Coles.
1: Oh, yeah, that's and my son's store, yes, yes.
2: <laughs> and uh, they sold us a couple of lots of, uh, first of all, kidney tonic, mm. and one you gargle, I think, it was sage. Yeah. I, I may not, but anyway, I want to gargle, but um, it, it didn't have much of an impact. What,
1: what, what, uh, what condition is your wife suffering from, George? Is she menopausal, is she? No, 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 well past that. Okay, but she's experiencing yes. a lot of sweating and perspiration, is she? Yes, yes, okay. night and day, yes. And has done for some time? Oh,
2: probably for six months
1: now. Has she had it investigated?
2: Oh, yes. Uh, been in, in a hospital and had uh, all various tests from doctors, and uh, at the moment they just seem to have uh, come to the end where okay. um, they tried all sorts of uh, approaches and uh, not much
1: success with anything. Okay, George, what I'm going to say is that if there's anything that's likely to uh, lessen the severity of this, it is using the herb sage as oral medication in the right dose. Now, uh, that should be taken on board. Uh, gargling it is not going to be useful at all, but sage is what's referred to as an anti-hydrotic remedy and is well, right. is well documented in the British Herbal Pharmacopeia of 1983, which is the Bible of modern Western herbal medicine. And it does work. The problem with sage, and I'm referring to to red sage or what's botanically known as salvia officinalis. The problem with red sage for this condition is that people don't appreciate the significance of dosage in relationship to treating this clinical problem. People think of sage as just being a soft, gentle herb that you use in cooking and blah, blah, blah. But sage is a very significant uh, medicinal herb when it is prescribed in a medicinal form for a genuine condition. So what I would suggest you you do is um, go and... or If you come into my rooms at New Lambton, we will give you the monograph to start with, free of charge, on the herb, which justifies its use for this condition. And probably the best thing to do then would be uh, to use what's called a liquid extract of the product, which means that it can be then dose-tailored and the dose can coincide with the recommendations of the British Herbal Pharmacopeia. I, reiter- I reiterated again, sage uh, is significant. It would not have been referred to in the literature as an anti remedy if it did not have some ability to address perspirational problems. Dosage is critical. Uh, you're on the right track, but I suggest you use the liquid extract available from my rooms at New Lambton in the right dose, and when you're there, ask for the information.
0: Thanks for your call indeed, George, and uh, good luck with that. Now, Julie has rung in from Blacksmiths now. Um, Julie, high cortisol levels you have from exercise and stress. Is that right?
3: Yeah,
4: hi. Not not me necessarily, um, but, yeah, like I was just sort of wondering about it. If, say, you've had a really busy day at work and you come home and do some sort of high-intensity exercise, like, I don't know, CrossFit or something like that, is that almost going to have the opposite effect on um, like your body fat composition if you're raising your cortisol levels all the time?
1: To be quite honest with you with that, um, Julie, I wouldn't know. Oh. I wouldn't know. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I've not given any thought uh, to that. Um, so I'd have to think about it be- before I could give an accurate answer.
4: Oh, well, at least you're
1: honest. <laughs> well, you've got to be honest. That's that's the reason I, I practice what I do. Oh, good. Cool. No, what, that's all right. Well, you can.
4: What do you what have I, a think about that, Julie? What I
1: suggest you do is uh, drop me a line or an email. I'll give you my email address. It's scherbs. Yep. At optusnet.
3: Uh huh.
1: Dot com dot au.
3: Okay.
1: Put your question on an email. Send it to me and I'll personally yeah. reply after I've had a chance to look at this rather than um, shoot myself in the foot.
4: <laughs> no, that's aw- awesome. Okay, I'll do that. Right and ahead. before I go, I'd just like to say hello to my workmate, Darren Hughes.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hello to him. Dennis, uh, you made reference to the GA cream mm-hmm. a little earlier, and yep. it's, it's got quite an interesting story uh, look, it's, it's
1: attached. A, it's a fascinating story, and I'll just spend a few moments on it. Um, I've always been concerned at the way in which what we call steroid preparations, cortisone-based preparations, to use colloquial language, has seemingly dominated in modern times um, the treatment of the skin as far as creams and ointments are concerned. Now, I have great regard for that, and I've used steroid preparations uh, here and there myself. But I, I worry about the long-term use of them and the way in which they seem to be used um, as primary therapy. So I looked into it and I discovered, I discovered that in the history of dermatology, prior to the advent of steroid preparations, dermatologists, particularly in the UK, were using uh, products based on glycorotinic acid, which was the extract of licorice. So I researched it and looked at some of the papers that had been published on it and found that... Uh, glycrotinic acid had a very credible and competitive um, role to play in addressing particularly inflammatory skin conditions such as eczema and dermatitis. So at a time when that preparation had virtually disappeared, gone off the face of the earth, as many good old medications in orthodoxy have gone off the face of the earth, I regenerated it and had my pharmacist uh, manufacture the GA cream and the rest is history. It has become uh, so well known. So many people have been helped by it. And I see it as being a useful agent to use uh, in the subacute and chronic states of inflammatory skin disease, um, such as the dermatitis and the eczema conditions. It doesn't doesn't take the place of steroid preparations, but it's useful for those conditions that are, as I've said, subacute, early, early chronic, where even the medicos are retreating from using the steroid preparation in those conditions. So I put it out there and recommend it to some of my pharmacy colleagues, one of which uh, in, in, in Chitaway Bay on the central coast, uh, I understand is making it a, a, a great pharmacist, by the way, for people that listen to the program on the Central Coast, the pharmacist at Chitaway Bay, he he's, uh, did my herbal program, knows what he's doing, and from what I understand, um, compounds the GA cream. I hope it'll get more coverage as compounding pharmacists all over the place now are coming into being, because they can dispense it. As far as I know, it's not manufactured commercially. I have it manufactured uh, for my own patients and it's available from my rooms. So I hope in a few years when I'm no longer around, people will remember that my contribution to to dermatology has been the, the revival of interest in glycotinic acid for mild to subacute and chronic skin conditions.
0: Would you say this lends uh, or believe, lends credence to the belief that there are actually fashions in medicines and treatments, as there are? I do in other I things. I do,
1: and I, I, I think that this is sad because I, I'm, a, as you know, I'm a great supporter of mainstream medicine. And what worries me is a lot of the older remedies that uh, doctors of a generation or so ago would have used uh, have now disappeared. Uh, and we call it progress. I'm not convinced it is. I, I reflect on a, 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 an asthmatic remedy, uh, lobelia, trimonium and potassium iodide. That was for years and years and years a very useful liquid formulation in the Australian pharmaceutical formulary, frequently dispensed by pharmacists on script from their GP or specialist. Um, it's gone. It's it's virtually unavailable. That worries me because I do believe there are states of respiratory uh, disease which could still benefit from that medication which now has been bypassed by the modern up there sort of medications all produced by multinational pharmaceuticals and bypassing the skills of, of of the GP and particularly the skill of the pharmacist. In being able to make these historic and independent medications that don't need a proprietary name on them. Mm. Oh, a bit radical there, wasn't I? Mm,
0: yes, <laughs> health naturally and a bit of radicalism, but we're taking your calls as well. Dennis Stewart is. And Ellie has rung in from Smith Lake. Now, we've talked about turmeric quite uh, quite a bit over indeed. the past few years. We have years. indeed. A question, Ellie?
3: Um, I was just wondering, I'm. Um, um Taking the capsules every day, yes. a thousand milligram capsule yeah, each yeah, day. Yeah. But I'm interested in um, the formulation with the honey and the turmeric and the black pepper, and I don't know what the breakdown is of it.
5: Ah, oh, okay.
1: Now there are various um, there are various uh, uh, how can I call it recipes for doing this. Um, mm-hmm. What I would suggest what I would suggest you do is take on board what is in the literature, and that is. To use, say, a teaspoonful of turmeric, a teaspoonful of turmeric, and half a teaspoonful of black pepper. Right. And blend that with whatever amount of honey you want. Okay. And then take that across the day. Okay. In other words, that is a day's preparation. The honey is a means of buffering what can be a challenging taste of those constituents. And right. w- using the honey can also uh, mean that when you put it into, say, water or particularly warm water, it turns it more into a into a syrup form. Okay. So right. it's a, th- there's no specific preparation. It's just All that right. in the book that I, that I mentioned this from many, many years ago, which has seemingly been taken up by a lot of people, the proportion is across the day in yeah. using turmeric therapeutically um, yeah. is essentially a heap teaspoonful. Half a teaspoonful of black pepper and using whatever other adjuvant you want to use, whether it be honey or something else, to make it palatable.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. Why are All you right. why are
1: you taking it, Ellie?
3: Um, I've just I had a bit of um hip like pain in my hip, which yes. I thought was arthritic and whatnot. Um mm-hmm. I've been taking the thousand milligram yes. capsule a day. Mm. Yes. And I found that it's given me a fair bit of relief.
5: Yes.
1: Well, if you're getting relief uh, with the capsule, that's fine. Um, Sometimes, however, using the herb in its simplest uh, and cheaper form, turmeric is one of the cheapest of all herbs to purchase, and Mm -hmm. and converting it into that domestic preparation, you might get uh, an equally good result uh, more economically.
3: Okay. Well, I'm going to give that a go. Give it a go. All right. Thank you very much. A and pleasure. I love listening
5: to you. Well, thank Thanks you
0: so much. for your call indeed, and it's good to have a bit of feedback, and we love to see if we can help. Now, Katrina, you've rung in from Abermain, and you've recently been diagnosed with celiac. Is that right? That's
4: correct,
1: yes. And that's been diagnosed by your, your doctor, has it, Katrina?
3: Uh doctor and a um and a specialist with um blood work and bio. Oh, okay. Well
1: so, uh, if you've been diagnosed with a celiac disease it means you have gluten intolerance.
3: Yes.
1: Okay. So your doctor has referred you to a dietitian?
4: Yeah, yep, that's okay. right. And well that's good. They gave me some um, they gave me some iron some iron tablets. Yes. Um, however because my iron level is extremely low but yes. um they don't.
1: They don't agree with my with my body. So okay. I was just
3: looking for some sort of alternative.
1: Alternative for for the iron levels. Oh, okay. Look, there is a, a preparation that you could perhaps discuss with your GP. A product called Floridix. Yeah. F l o r a d i x. I think it is. I prescribe a lot of it in my rooms for people that tend to be intolerant towards uh, more solid forms of iron supplementation. It's an organic preparation uh, based on herbs. I've not had too many reactions from it. Um, I would think that it would be useful for you to try, but run it past your doctor so that he can monitor you and make sure that your your underlying celiac condition uh, is is stable when you're using it.
3: Oh, okay. All right. Wonderful. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you, Katrina.
0: Thank you, Katrina. It's 49216216 for your calls. And Margaret's rung in from Taro. Chronic fatigue's a problem for you, is it?
3: Yes, it is.
1: Hello, Margaret.
3: Hello, Dennis. H-
1: how long have you been battling it, Margaret?
3: About eight weeks now. Okay. Um, did you have... I had it once before, mm-hmm. about 20 years yes. ago. Okay.
1: Uh, did, uh, you've had glandular fever along the way, have you?
3: No, I, ha- I had a CMV virus, okay. a cytomegalovirus, okay. and then I went into yeah. chronic fatigue.
2: Yeah. That's mm.
1: the, re- the reason I ask that is that, um, for the sake of listeners, this wretched condition of chronic fatigue, which speaks for itself, frequently, mm. frequently is the corollary to a severe viral infection, whether it yes. be cytomegalovirus or Epstein-Barr yes. virus. But look, the good yes. news is, Margaret, that I have found that uh, a remedy that's Readily available and which I had a lot to do with in introducing to us into Australia, known as the Astragalus 8 formula. Um, it has proven to be so useful in addressing your condition and its background because I see chronic fatigue as being very much associated with an assault on the immune system. And uh, Astragalus 8 I introduced into Australia over 25 years ago as a remedy with immunological benefits and uh, treating patients with uh, glandular fever, Epstein-Barr virus, herpes, etc. Astragalus-8 showed great results. And as a consequence of that, many patients retrieved their health and walked away from uh, chronic fatigue as a result of going on to the Astragalus-8 formula. And I was so impressed that I actually wrote a little paper on the relationship of astragalus eight to chronic fatigue, which uh, is available from my rooms at 39 Alma Road, New Lambton. If you send a stamp addressed envelope to that address, uh, to that address, 39 Alma Road, New Lambton, my staff will send out to you the article that I've written on that. And because you've rung into the program today, to uh, and we, we thank you for your support. I'll also make sure that you get. Some Astragalisate from my dispensary for you to try to see if it does what I think it will do. So hang on, and our producer will get your name Dennis, and address.
3: Dennis, I've been on the Astragalus okay. eight, yep. um for, I'm about three quarters of the way through a bottle now, okay. which I bought at your room. Oh,
1: good, okay. <laughs>
3: Um, How
1: long does it take? Okay. <laughs> forever. Cr- 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 you, you, you shot yourself in the foot there. <laughs> I would have sent you another bottle for you, Jack. When, yes. when, when you come in next, we'll look after you. But look, chronic fatigue, as you know, is chronic fatigue. And I've had patients with this wretched condition that have battled uh, with it. Uh, for years I remember a couple coming down from Taree they were, were missionaries um, working locally uh, two women and one of the women had been battling chronic fatigue for seven years uh, now I don't expect that will be you but what I would say is look a, a couple of months on the Astragalus 8 yeah, should, be, right. should be able to demonstrate benefit and yeah. I'd, be, I'd be surprised if it didn't
3: Yeah, I had some blood tests done just yeah. to eliminate there was nothing going on and there's nothing going uh, on. No. And that's why no. I, I've been on it and I've been taking it three times a day. It's terrible stuff, isn't it? It's terrible stuff. <laughs> I'm used to it now. Uh, yeah, it you, just
1: goes down. When you come in next, you make yourself <laughs> known because I'll honour what, what I've said. I'll, right, I'll give you a little right. bit more to go on with. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Pleasure. Thanks for your call, you. Margaret. You. So,
0: This is Health Naturally. Thanks to our sponsor, Dennis Stewart's New Lambton Herbal Medicine Centre. And Dennis is taking your calls. And at the moment, Doug has rung in from Tumbi-Yumbi. Now, we've we've been talking a bit about skin today, Doug. And uh, your question?
2: My question is, um, I heard uh, Dennis talk about the GA cream or um, like a uh, dermatologist.
5: Oh, yes, Doug. Yes, yes.
2: Yeah, Dennis. Um, look, um, this has been going on for quite some time now. Right. And um, my uh, my vascular surgeon give me a cream called Epiderm. Yes. And in the hospital they they give me one called Dermalife. Yes. And my doctor give me the cortisone, the C-R-I-C-O-R-T-O-N-E, nice. uh, Yes. And look, what happens? They they all go into the skin, all right. Yes. Within a um, within a certain amount of time, yes. like I'm talking probably a few hours, yes. or, uh, if I say, say if I said four hours, yes. it, it just sort of dries back out again. Now, you, have you ever looked at uh, dry mud, how it cracks?
5: Oh, yes, yes. Well,
2: that's how my skin comes. Oh, dear. Have they and, given- but hmm. the other one on the other foot is more, more or less like a sandpaper.
1: Yes. Now, have they given you a diagnosis, Doug?
2: No, no, no. I ha- they haven't given me a diagnosis on it because my next stop was the dermatologist. Right? Okay. okay.
1: Look, um, it's it could be one of a number of things. Obviously, uh, are you on much medication, Doug?
2: Oh, yeah, I'm on quite a bit of medication because yes, yeah. I have I have got ulcers.
1: Okay. They... And I've got
2: one uh, the ulcer mm. uh, the foot on the right foot. Okay. is uh, the ulcer on the ankle. Okay. But uh, it's healing up beautiful.
5: Okay.
1: Good.
2: But it's just the top of my foot. Yes. It's only the top. Yes. Come back to the to, to the to the uh, instep type of thing. Yes, and it 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 uh, when I when I rub the cream in, it's like a new foot. Yes, but after a few hours, yes, it just, just all mottles up and cracks. And that's when I get into the shower, yes, the shower just takes it all off, and I go back to to the raw skin. Yes. Yeah.
1: what I'd suggest you do. Obviously, you've got a circulatory problem there. Other, that's associated with the varicose ulcers that your doctor's treating you for. What I suggest you try, and you should run this past your GP, I'm sure he'll have no objection to it, is get hold of some honey ointment right, now honey ointment um, and I'll talk about how you can get it in a moment, honey ointment has multiple uh, benefits its main uh, benefit I would argue in addressing skin problems is to address ulcers that are intractable and not responding to anything else And um, the reason that I developed my Melderma honey ointment was particularly to address uh, varicose ulcers, which you've been experiencing. But honey ointment is also used as a means of promoting skin repair and addressing some skin conditions, even some levels of dermatitis and even psoriasis. So what I'm going to do, I'm going if you hang on and give the producer your name, my staff will send you a jar of my Melderma honey ointment that you can try, with your doctors monitoring you, to see if that does the job and doesn't lead to your skin peeling off as it presently is. Will you know,
2: it just peels. It. it comes back to... Beautiful foot, right? Yes. It's where it was a different foot? Yes. But after a few hours, you're it back just to where you and then the skin just keeps cracking. How about that GA cream you're talking well, about? Well,
1: GA might be useful, but um, what I would be interested in is trying something that's got a different base in it. Honey yep. is honey is more mollifying, more protective. Right. Um, and whilst the GA cream might be useful to address the condition if it's inflammatory, I'd suggest you use the honey ointment first.
0: That sounds like a good thing, so stay on the line and uh, we will uh, make sure that your details. Taking your calls, and we're going to Barry now from Lemon Tree Passage.
2: Hello, Barry. Oh, hi. Just briefly, um, February 14th, I was diagnosed with um, bowel cancer. Yes. They took a third of the ascending. Yes. um, And it was successful, the growth has gone. Good. Uh, But 12 months later... um, February 15. Yes. I was diagnosed with a uh, PSA reading of 20. Yes. Uh, February, March, April, hormone, ta- hormone tablets. Yes. Then hormone needles. Yes. Then July 1, 37 days of um, radiation. Mm mm-hmm. um, I'm still coming out of all the sweats, but I've heard you this morning. Yes. Okay. <laughs> about those. Okay. Um, my other problem was stress. Yes. Um, the doctor put me on vitamin
5: B. Uh, yes, good, good.
2: Three weeks, three weeks ago.
5: Good, but
2: I have no energy. Yes, okay. Um, my PSA reading at the moment
1: is 0.04 Okay, well that's uh, that, that's good. That's good. Yep. Um, you, there there is no metastases associated with your with your prostate. Um, no, all everything's fine. All your, yep. all your bones are fine and things like that. Yes. Well, that's good, yes. isn't it? That's good. Yes. Look, uh, just a couple of things I'd throw in here. um I've been very, very much impressed by a book written by, don't hold me to it, I think it's a, a Dr. Mead, M-E-A-D, I think that's the doctor's name. It's, called, it's, it's a book in, entitled, So You Have Prostate Cancer Too?, Mm-hmm. so you have prostate words to that effect I haven't got it in front of me but I stock it right. in my room it it's a mm-hmm. remarkable work if you can't get it ring my office on 49562321 and we, right. can, we can send it to you but that is a remarkable work giving people advice and help as to what to do from a natural medicine perspective diet, right. herbs, supplements to, to help fight the good fight in resisting this so the the fact that you've gone through the procedure and presently, seemingly, uh, it's, you're clear of it, now's a good time, I suggest, to look at ways and means of, of perhaps giving yourself an additional edge. And that book is a damn good starting base. But coming back to your point about about your energy, I would be recommending to you the Astragalus 8 formula.
0: Okay, and time for just for one more call on Health Naturally today, and it's Margaret who's rung in from Edgeworth.
1: Hello, Margaret.
4: Uh, hi, Dennis. Um, I'm just ringing up about uh, solar keratosis. Solar
1: keratosis. Yes.
4: <laughs> where,
5: where has that affected
1: you? It's
4: on my face and a bit on my, uh, around my ear on the side where I drive, but um, I'm just wondering if there was an alternative... Uh, through the herbs.
1: What are you? What are you presently using, Margaret?
4: Uh, I'm not using anything at the moment. I was given a, you know, res- a prescription for something starting with M, but I can't recall the name of it. But it didn't cr- effectively a, uh, clear a, it up.
1: A cream was it?
4: Yes.
1: Okay, and it's um, just on your face. Whereabouts on your face? Yeah, I'm
4: mostly on my nose. Okay. And, uh, Yeah, it's not. You know, like it's not severe, but I have had two biopsies on my. Nose, and the first one they didn't recommend anything yes. and uh then the second time they uh gave me this other medication, but it was sort of a bit worrying, sort of if it was going to be. Um, you know, especially near the eye area, just yeah. a little bit under yeah. my uh, right
1: eye. Look, this is the thing you have to be cautious of. Yeah. Your condition obviously requires medical, uh, dermatological management, so anything right. I would recommend mm. would not be significant or proper or ethical. So, right. unfortunately, with this, stay with your medical managers. You need yeah. to keep an eye on this, it's nothing to be right. fooled with. Go yeah. down that pathway. Okay. Good. All right. Thanks very much. Thank you, Margaret.
0: And thank you very much. We've had some good calls today, Dennis. We have a
1: very interesting topic, and I'm glad we've had some good discussion, particularly on the GA cream, and I hope we've given some people some encouragement to just look at the way in which natural medicine can help in particular areas of the skin and also even in the area of perspiration, sweating, and all those <laughs> sorts of things, which fortunately at this stage I, I haven't experienced, but this, you never know.
0: Well, we've just got over summer and that's a different kind of sweating oh, too. Oh, yes, not am isn't I glad I? about that. Yes. Well, that's been Health Naturally for today and we'll be back next uh, Friday. Oh, no, we won't because it's Good Friday, so it'll be two weeks, um, Dennis, before we're back with Health Naturally again, thanks to our sponsor. Dennis Stewart's New Lambton Herbal Medicine Centre.